0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Society
1: 13
0: Podcast Network. Redefining Podcasts. Society-13.com. I like to listen. I have lost so much My name's Victoria I am bound to this place charged with guiding those who must choose Don't be afraid I can never again be the little girl I was have You accept your fate or I have my nosy box and a library lost but I sometimes feel very alone Won't you join me? time for your ride on the lift. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid. Season 2 of The Lift arrives October 2016. Ride The Lift in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and now iHeartRadio. <laughs> Welcome to Channel 9 of the STRY Radio Network, where stories live. Before you listen to this podcast, be aware this show often uses very naughty language. If you don't like that, you shouldn't listen. Send your complaints to I am a whiny baby with no sense of humor at nightstory.com or stop by the studio. I'll take you for a ride to a story of my choosing. upon a time come along as we examine the many things that combine to create the magic that is story next up, the ninth story
1: do you listen to the show dan i no never absolutely not you really, yeah. you really do yeah do yeah. oh man. That makes me so happy because I <laughs> I listen to, I listen to your show to, yeah. to Ninth Story and I I sometimes try to I try to listen to the Lift as well. I'm very far behind on the Lift. because you guys have so many episodes? Way more episodes Yeah, than we have. 24. Well, that's no on the Lift? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's only 24 of those. Oh, I must be thinking. I must The
2: be Wicked thinking, Library has lightnings. um phew. Well over 160, 170 episodes. Maybe that's um, the- my, my season that I did season six mm-hmm. um, has, I think I counted it up as like 28 new episodes because we did some rewinds and I went back and I cleaned up some of the archives, some of the, our favorite stories from the past seasons to update the stuff and, you know, to have a little bit of fun with it. But I need to focus on narrating it, making everybody else's story sound fantastic.
3: Exactly.
1: (laughs) I I was saying that it makes me happy to hear that you listen to the show because I've so I've had two podcasts before this that were reasonably well circulated. And something that I found that was difficult to do was listen to other podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. And I always assumed that most podcasters were like me and that they didn't have time to listen to other podcasts. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah. And since I started this one, I've made it a point to listen to your episodes, to listen to Myths and Legends, because I like how Myths and Legends and, and our show can tell, sometimes we'll tell the same story or from the same catalog of stories, mm-hmm. but because of the difference in style, mm-hmm. you don't really, it, it's, it's like you're listening experience. to two two different things, right, yeah. which is really cool. And uh, I also try to listen to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, but those are like three hours long. So that's that's yeah. actually a bit harder. And I find <laughs> I find that I learn so much listening to other people and I say, oh, man, they did that really well. Yeah. What if I could do that that well? And so it's become very rewarding to really fully give myself and other people on the team like Nico certainly given himself completely to uh, to both projects. And it's just been really rewarding, I yeah. think, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it is tough to listen to because there's so much other content out there. And I don't listen to as many shows as I used to. I used to drive to and from work and it was like an hour each way. And mm-hmm. now that I work from home, it's a lot easier. I don't have a commute, but at the same time, it's like it's difficult for me to listen while I work because I do I I do technical writing. So I mean I'm doing a lot of writing oh, and, and man. type of stuff. I've been there. So that's, it, yeah, that's rough work. <laughs> I mean, I do get to write some actual stuff occasionally, but um, it's it's I find that I'm typing what I'm listening to quite often. So it, <laughs> it gets difficult. It's like I can't listen to the show because it's too yeah. engrossing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do make a point to every Sunday, you know, spend some time and listen to some of the other audio dramas <laughs> out there because that's what I'm doing is creating audio drama. So I need to listen to, you know, what everybody else is doing. And, and I find that I enjoy it. You know, it's a lot of fun to listen to what other people are doing. And, you know, I mean, I'm pretty selective about the shows that I listen to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we, we started uh, talking to you initially is because I listened to and enjoyed your show. And I was like, I want to interview those guys.
1: We went back recently and added a little bump to the first episode, to the pilot episode. Oh, did you? Yeah, we preloaded it. So (laughs) it's so spooky to listen to for me, someone who from the beginning has always made such a big deal about audio quality. So I cringe when I go back and listen to like the first (laughs) half of the first season or even the entire first season, to be honest. Uh, So you hear this intro that says, wow, you're going all the way back to the first episode. You guys are hardcore. Okay, well, enjoy. Just know that things get better, you know, the longer it goes. So, you know, try to listen to everything. And then it cuts from that, which is recorded in the now, you know, Mm -hmm. to what it was recorded in then, which is an empty barren room with nothing on the walls on a stone (laughs) table with no mic (laughs) shields whatsoever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to take these things down. They shouldn't even be up. That's I, how that's how obsessive I am about that kind of thing. I did recently archive all the past seasons of
2: Ninth Story and the Wicked Library and, and so how' does that,
1: that work? You archive it as just never available
2: again? They're there if people go to the website and they oh, want to okay. listen from the website, but they're not part of the stream in iTunes and you know Stitcher and, and everybody else. So They're still out there if people want to listen to them. I don't don't ever want to hide anything. I don't want to George Lucas anything that I ever do. You know, I mean, if somebody fell in love with episode two of the ninth story, then it's still there. But uh, I just
3: have to hunt for
2: it. Don't put any animated characters in there either. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go back and and re-edit
1: episode one and put Jar Jar in it just for fun. I just saw that for the – I just saw those re-released uh, episodes for the first time a couple months ago, and I was thinking – I'm like, why did he – why did he do that? Why is so, there a do-back in the desert? Yeah, I'm like, what, why would he do something like that? They were so good, and his his reason was – I think what he said was, they're my movies, and I go, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're your movies, man, really. but you're really <laughs> messing my life up. <laughs> Putting See, in. I, I can – I argue that all the time
2: because – and it's tough as a writer, and, and I mean, we're all we're all creatives. We we all put a lot of time and effort into our work, and what we create is ours. It belongs to us. But once you put it out there and once somebody falls in love with it, it belongs to them, too. And I mean, yeah. it's not theirs to go out and sell and do what they want with, obviously. You still hold the rights to it, but you don't change something that somebody else fell in love with. And what I always had a problem mm-hmm. with with what Lucas did was not that he changed it because I understand – you go back and you're like, you know what? I really wish that back then I had been able to do it. Like we were just saying, you know, I wish back then I had better equipment and it sounded better and that type of thing. So sure. there's that always that temptation to go back and make an ultimate version of it, but you don't hide the original. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the real problem that I've always had with. Because people want doing. that. They want the original.
1: Right. People who really like it. They, I, I want the stuff that's still in the can that never yeah. aired. You yeah. Know, like, that's how, that's, that's how we get about stuff like that
2: we like. Well, you know, think about it, too. Marriages ended over that movie because people spent yeah. so much time working on the special effects and just put all the time and effort that they poured into it. People got divorced over that. And I, I just I don't know that to me. It's just like, well, I know that you did all the work and you got me where I am. Beh, but screw you. That would be like me going back to the old episodes of The Lift and taking all Nico's work out and going, well, I got a new composer now. <laughs> Nico was terrible. He does, he does all funny like farm music. That's right. It's all <laughs> it's all banjo music. That's, that's <laughs> where the remastered version of the season. Season one of The Lift is all banjo music all the time and like not the, even good banjo music, just like me <laughs> on a banjo with no not. musical training.
1: Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Mister Vertizzi's or sorry Vertezzi's oh, Vertezzi? I mean, I've,
4: said, I've said this so many times. I'm sorry. It's Vertezzi. Vertezzi. So he. It's so the, hard to get right. Well, don't. because
1: you say it with an <laughs> R in it, and I don't see the R. You say
4: Vertezzi. 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 I don't hear an R. Are you Vitezi. saying R, Nico? Vitezi. No, I wrote it phonetically. For- Vertezzi, right? Yeah. 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 Did I say it right? Vertezzi. The tazy? I'm basically a horrible yeah. business partner, is what's being highlighted there. <laughs> <laughs> but to go back and like the old episodes and things, I think as creatives, you kind of judge yourself on your skills. Um, so, as in, I don't know how it works for art or writing, but with a musician, like, I like I judge myself on how I use this scale, or like if I manage to pair this instrument with this. And you, because you, you're so used to yourself, you don't see your own oh, yeah. original. Thing into it, so when people going back to these old episodes, they're hearing you, but you're kind of hearing what's wrong with it. Like you're hearing, like, "Oh, the audio is wrong." It's yeah.
1: like looking at a, at a picture of yourself.
2: There's
4: yeah, always yeah.
1: Some, something wrong with
2: with your own work. Well, oh, yeah, it, you, you get you're a better narrator now than you were two years ago. You're a better musician than you were. Two nah, years I don't ago. know about you're that. <laughs> a better artist than you were two years ago. You're yeah. judging yourself now. You, you, I mean, hopefully you you're becoming better all the time, right? As you do more of it. And you learn you're not the same artist that you were two years ago. So obviously, because you're, you're more evolved as an artist, your taste is is good. And now you're starting to approach your taste. You look back at that old stuff and go, wow, that's not who I am anymore.
1: See, this is what this is. <laughs> this is my level of low self-esteem because you're calling me an <laughs> artist. And I do not agree with that. At all. I don't, I don't consider myself an artist in any way, shape, or form, but I will be joining those ranks in season three because we've made the decision that since Nico's making custom music and we're having custom dialogue, then these stories that we're telling, we can no longer read them from books. Like we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to find the original telling of the tale and we're going to rewrite them, not to change the context of the story, but to tell them in our own voice. Yeah. And that's something that I'm very nervous about because. <laughs> I do like to write, and I used to write a lot, but my writing has not seen the light of day for a very, very long time.
4: So a trait that both you two share, Tanner and Dan, is that you don't know the meaning of having too much work to do. You kind of have loads to do, and then you think, oh, but I could do this, and I could do this. And oh, go I'm, I'm talking, <laughs> I've gotten much better at it. You
2: know, I, actually, I was getting to the point at the end of, of season seven, of or season six of the Wicked Library, and the first season of the lift, and I was like, ah, things are... Things are going to be fine now. I finally understand. And then my my composer left. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, no. Now I got to find someone to write music for the Wicked Library.
4: (laughs) I think I realize. I mean, Uh, it's fun. It's (laughs) fun. I'm I'm
2: teasing you. It's all out of love. Did we steal them from you? What? Mm Did we? Steal we him
1: paid him. He...
4: I didn't. So that's oh, that. there you go. Oh no! Awkward interview. Let me just, let me just <laughs> clear the air. Clear it off, and it's happened. So when did I start working for Legends? Miss was that June, May, June? Uh, yeah. At that point, I was doing. I just the know it was when
1: our lives changed forever. Oh, I know, right? I'll
2: tell you this real quick. I mean, this is honestly, though. I mean, all all kidding aside, this is the point of what we do with the Wicked Library and the lift. Is I want an artist to get so much notice and so much exposure because I'm not paying them that they get an opportunity to get out there and have other people hear their work and go, "Wow, this guy's good." My goal is always to make people too busy to work for me. I know that's probably stupid, but that's the goal.
4: And it's been a lot. I mean,
3: amazing people.
4: I mean, Dan's going me pretty much most of what I've done is because of Dan, but going back to sort of May, June, I was doing Legends, Myths and Whiskey podcast, I was doing Lyft and the Wicked Library, and I was music director for those guys, so yeah. it was just, more or less I'd be doing every episode because when I wanted to give you a better
1: title you used to have a title, <laughs> music director? Music director, part. Oh man, on, on the website, pause what higher. do we call you? We call you a uh, Minstrel. Oh, we can't do that we have
4: to call it's you minst- a jo- Minstrel Director yeah. now Yeah, um, but. There was a myth of symphony. There was a, there was a carrot fields, and then there's a video game. So mm-hmm. I was doing six different projects. Yeah. And it's just wow. like, I was like, my head was about to explode. And at the same time, I was just like saying, oh yeah, I'll do this little thing. We're doing like one-offs for people. Uh-huh. And nice. I was like saying, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like my head just went. No, that's so the good problem to-, to have. You, you know, you want <laughs> you want to get to the,
2: in the beginning, you have to say yes to lots of things. Yeah. And, 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 it, and you, you, you get to the point eventually where you drown from it. And once you get to that point, then you need to say, okay, I need to back away from some things now because everything's going to suffer if I don't. And it, it, it makes total sense. I mean, that's the thing. Like I spent the last three, four years just juggling so much stuff because I want it to be successful. You know, I mean, and, and eventually it pays off. Um, but it takes time to get there. So yeah. Yeah, I mean that's totally what what the goal was is for, you know, for people to get something out of it. And and when we talk about, you know, the old joke of of well do it for exposure, if it's done the right way that works. You know what I mean? Right. It, sure, it, sure. It does I'm pay sure off eventually, but <laughs> but when it's done poorly and people just expect it and and that's why I mean uh, you know, Nico, you should never feel that you did anything wrong. I mean, that's what I wanted. I wanted you to be successful. I wanted you to go off and do do more. And this is so father son. Things. I
4: love this. It was it was quite. <laughs> I mean, I finished. I finished the last episode for the lift. It was it was like a it was a really important episode. It was about an hour long. I think. Yeah, I think and, I think
2: it ran forty
4: five minutes. Uh, oh yeah, in, we had totals. Yeah, um, and I was like, because Dan, I was just so used to having. Everything it works. And I was doing the left, the Wicked Library, cowfield like it was all we've done. And then there's the social media side of it. And then you work on the writers and mm-hmm. we're all just very much in the same group. So I, I attached myself to your groups. Thank you very <laughs> much. Uh, and I just, I couldn't figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I kept on just opening this pages document, this word document on the Mac and I kept on typing this essay and then rewriting it and rewriting it and then rewriting it. And then eventually I just said like, it's, it's done. He's, he'll know what I'm trying to say, regardless of what I put down. Yeah. When I, mean, I still try to use big words, it still kind of failed, but don't <laughs> got the issue. But it's just, yeah. I feel like with creativity, it's when you leave a project, it's not like quitting a job. It's very much, it's almost like a breakup in itself. You kind of feel like maybe I get too attached But um, we all definitely uh, definitely sell. I mean,
2: there's it's what makes us artists, I think, is that we have all this emotion that we're 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 carrying around and, you know, we care and see things very deeply. Um, Tanner may not want to call himself an artist, but I can tell from what he puts into what he creates that he is an artist, because to me, that's part of the distinction of being an artist is that you see the world in a different way and you have a responsibility to take it and reflect it back to Mm -hmm. the general population. And you can see if you—I mean—that's one of the cool things about doing the video aspect that the listeners won't get—is you can see how animated people become when they talk about their passion and their project and and what really gets them
4: going. Yeah, I, I talk in my hands a lot. That's why my Yorkshire Italian um,
3: Italian talks with me.
4: <laughs> Tanner's,
2: Tanner's being paged.
3: <clears throat> yeah, as am I, actually. <laughs> But you can't see it because I live in a dark place.
4: Yeah. You really do just I'm in look dark like place. You kind of put bed covers over yourself, and it's just you on a Fantastic. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. that's right. <laughs> I've got so I've got these crude
1: curtains that I pull over the. Yeah, I, I saw I your video. Up, you saw it, okay? Yeah. So Brittany's trying to get in to let the dog out, and yeah. she can't because I'm coming like, in an interview. This is very important. I'm on with the president. <laughs>
3: very important business. I can't. <laughs> Of the podcast variety. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what else do we want to talk
4: about? Is there anything that we want to
2: make sure that we we discuss and mention?
4: Didn't Eric make his right? Like a little list of things to say. And then I can't remember what that list is. Oh, I may have. Give me just, two that, that's Eric's other role. Eric is like <laughs> really good at. So he's, he's pretty much
1: all behind the scenes, right? He only shows up to record. Mm-hmm. And then it seems as if he does not do anything else. But really what he's doing is he's planning he's vetting he's seeing if
4: things work he's forecasting me and Tanner are very inspirational of the moment people so like one of us will get an idea and we say this is great this is great this is what we're doing or it'll be the other flip side where we have like one little bad hour and we think that the whole world's gonna end and eric's just (laughs) it's just the one who just says like here's the facts this is what we need to do this is what we're doing well this is what we're doing bad is is the, right. the clarity man? Not the you. middle, really, because we're both
1: so, so far up to one end, emotional, emotional junk. Yeah, pretty much. He's your it's anchor, like he keeps
3: it grounded. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, what's been um, the biggest surprise for
2: you in working on this project together? What, 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 what came out of it that you didn't expect?
1: I think the biggest um, surprise is that we had no idea that it was going to take this long. <laughs> we're like this is a 120 page book well, what could it take we're probably going to do it in a week no I mean Nico doing the music has taken him 10 hours a day for it feels like a month
4: uh, is that uh, about right it's well you gave me the script I've been doing it for about two months but working on the actual music for about a month and a half um, and then it just it increased and increased the hours I had to do as it went on um, but I mean it's the way projects work anyway, because you start off with all these ideas and then it kind of dips a little because you think nothing's working and then you find what works mm-hmm. and you just you want all of it to go. You want all of it to work before that spark comes out. So you just you work it in one go and then you edit it later, like right. everyone does. Um but the biggest thing I've kind of realized, especially just in general, the Legends, miss and Whisperly podcast, is that people like that we're not pretending to be academics. Like people like being part of the community we're like finding stuff out and telling each other wrong this is actually what happens and then from that you kind of realize how big a deal the myths and legends actually are because it's kind of like a like a stamp on what culture was like mm-hmm. back then and with globalization and everything the way the world is you known it's quite nice to realize how important culture is and how we should sort of keep hold of it and sort of realize that the world's not a bad place like it's full of beauty and richness and even if it's like a Beowulf story, which is full of dragons and monsters and things, you kind of <laughs> get the feel. You, you kind of still realize like how people really trusted their kings and how people are really about being heroic. And yeah, it's, it's just really opens me up to the whole community of myths and legends and it's quite nice you always kind of want to be part of something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. and that's what i loved about the lift and the wicked library is like you just you with all these writers and all these musicians and all these artists and you feel like a community and then you go into the legends myths and whiskey and like it's i mean yeah we do the myth of symphonies and we do the podcast but on our facebook page and our twitter we just were constantly getting feedback and people wanting to talk about things and it's it's really cool it's um Yeah, I'm a very extroverted person anyway, but it's really cool just chatting to people on the fly on the internet, just whacking out a Twitter post like someone you've never met,
1: Yeah,
2: just chatting
4: out random things. And I don't think that you and I and
1: Eric go (laughs) more than an hour without talking to each other through Slack, which is a... I don't mean to plug Slack because, you know, (laughs) who cares, I guess, but Slack is this messaging app that works. It's kind of like an IRC, but you get all these integrations with it and... Mm -hmm. It makes team communication fun and easy. And ever since we started using it, I mean, we're making jokes, sending funny memes to each other, getting work done, making notes, uploading files, and everything is so central in this in this uh, web app that I, I don't know that. And, and, again, this feels like I'm plugging Slack. I'm not meaning to. I'm just so happy with it. No, okay. I think that's fine, though, Tanner. I mean, our, our
2: audience has always been people that are creating content. And, and, you know, a big part of that is people that are collaborating Yeah, you know, it's a great collaboration. So, so yeah, I mean, I've used Slack too, and it's, it's a great application. I mean, I use Trello. I use, you know, Google Drive. There's so many tools out there that you can both of those
1: things you just mentioned, Trello and uh, Google Apps. They Mm -hmm. integrate with Slack. Yep. So we'll just drop a link in Slack and you can listen right there in Slack or you can give, you know, give notes on it. And then, I mean, Nico can drop something in there. We'll listen to it. Nico will have it edited and changed in five minutes. And then we go, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, move on. Move on to the next thing. And so I think that you asked what was the most surprising thing, other than the fact that it's taking us so much longer than I thought it would take us to do a Mythos Symphony of, you know, seven discussion tracks Mm -hmm. and 120 pages. Other than that, I think it's how well the three of us get along. I mean, we are like a we're like a well-oiled machine of humor. You're like The <laughs> Beatles, when they like we each other so
4: well together, it's crazy. We are yeah, like best, I mean, best friends across countries. It's the craziest thing. It's, I mean, it clicks. It clicks really well on a personal level. Anyway, like we really do get along, and we're very we're very honest with each other as well. Especially with Eric, like we we just we can tell each other exactly what's wrong. Um, but the thing that I like between the three of us is that we all have our own special fields. So between the three of us. We've got everything covered. like everything is covered and it's and we, and so we respect, seamless. We respect that individual
1: to just do the thing. Like if we're talking about data, we'll have an idea and we'll give it to Eric. But Eric will say, that's not right. And we say, okay, well, you're the one who knows how to do that. And if we have opinions about music, we'll bring it to Nico and Nico will say, no, you're, you're wrong about that. And we'll go, well, okay. I mean, this is your thing. This is your strength. So you know better than we do. Uh, it it just makes it's such a good team that we have. Honestly, the only thing we need now is to take Jeanette away from Dan, and <laughs> we'll be complete. <laughs> Jeanette is
2: getting uh, um, that's that's my gift to Jeanette. A dubious gift that it might be is that uh, her and and Alexander are going to take overnight story for season five. True. <laughs> is this the first time you've said that out loud? No, I think uh, we've I talked know. about that before, right? Sure. I knew it. I mean, I don't know whether I don't know whether have we actually have we ever actually officially said it on the
1: show. Probably not. No. I mean, hey
3: guys, I'm sneaking in,
1: yeah,
3: right. <laughs> taking over, kicking Dan to the curb. That's
1: right. You guys should have never said anything, and Jeanette should just take over and then let the rumors fly. That's right what about happened what, to what happened to Dan. Um, think he's dead. I think she killed him. <laughs> Well,
2: (laughs) and and another fun thing that people don't know yet is that uh, Jeanette is taking over the interviews for the Wicked Library for season seven. And not only will that be fun because she'll get to do some interviews and she'll get to ask some other questions that she'll get to post on her on her blog. Um, So it'll be a good thing for everybody for the, you know, for the writers as well as for the show and for Jeanette. And, you know,
1: your blog is fantastic, by the way. Yeah, it's like not it? not just not just in the content but in the design of the blog. I don't know if you did that or if it's a template or whatever it is, but it looks great.
3: I'm very good at customizing templates
1: because yeah. I yeah. don't
3: know how to code. <laughs>
1: it looks super good. It's a great blog.
3: Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: it is. It's fantastic.
3: A lot of love
2: I and- only surround myself with the most talented people because it makes me <laughs> look smarter S- and better. true. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things I can say that I, I I think I'm pretty good at is is at building connections and and working with with good people and collaborating well with good people. Uh, I mean, I have so many talented people that are involved in in what we make. It's 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 what makes it able to be bigger than it than it is. It's it's more than a sum of its parts because the people are so talented and they work so well together and. You know, I mean, they all get along and they form these these outside collaborations and start working on other projects together and things. And it's just it's really cool to be a part of that and to watch that happen.
3: I, I I would absolutely agree with that, because, like, I you are very, very good at reaching out to people. I mean, we're all here because of that, <laughs> for example. But um, I think because of how our Internet friendship has turned into an actual friend. Actually, there's a lot of dudes I'm running on two hours of sleep. Hopefully, I'm you just said okay. you're, you're doing, doing
1: fine. That that came out. So when you listen to that, it said, "There's just been so many dudes." That there wasn't <laughs> stop, and I was like, "Where is this conversation going?" My
3: brain literally just turned off in the middle of that sentence, where I'm just like, "What are you trying to say?" And my brain responded with, "Dudes, I don't even know." <laughs>
1: Edit. every every time Eric and I do something that we want to edit out. Eric goes penis 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 penis. <laughs> it's a, it's like the marker of knowing I have to cut something. I have a filter in Pro Tools that will identify penis 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 penis. <laughs> it'll find that waveform and it'll it'll take me there so that I can cut <laughs> out the previous thirty seconds. I just I use know. this. It's a dog there clicker. There, that's your penis penis penis. That's I, your penis. I, yes, game. this is exactly what it
2: looks like. It looks like a dog clicker.
1: It's like a snap workout. So yeah, that's right.
3: Top. Uh
2: so you I were saying
3: that was going other than like <laughs> you are very good at making connections and I have learned a lot from you about how to actually continue so oh,
2: is it so my easy. turn to blush?
3: Hello is easy <laughs> but continuing the conversation is hard. <laughs> <laughs> or was?
2: <laughs> Wonderful. <Yeah>. I'm awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh, uh, look at him change colors. <laughs> Good.
4: Uh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very true though like you just you're pretty much in all the social social circles that i have on the internet because you just you just sort of welcome everyone in and because you're so good at what you do people just sort of get drawn to you and it's like oh yeah oh yeah i worked done in this project oh yeah this is cool this is cool maybe we should do this like it's you're you're kind of like the basis for a lot of things once upon
2: you're, a time i used to be such an introvert and i used to be so <laughs> shy and no one would believe that now
3: and uh, before Alexander knew who you were, Dan, because mm-hmm. I was the podcast junkie and he was just getting into it. I'm like, you need to listen to the night story because it's like, Dan, who's Dan? He's like the godfather of podcasting or something. Like, <laughs> you should just listen to it. <laughs> that was my sales uh, pitch to fantastic. Alex.
2: <laughs> and he's like, this is terrible. I could do this so much better. One of these days, we're going to do this show. And we're going to do it right Shelf. i'm gonna i'm gonna
1: record you an interview that you can't refuse right <laughs>
2: hey how you doing you know what we're gonna do we're gonna take you down to the third story the fifth story wherever i don't know somewhere out the window
3: we're just gonna <laughs> shove you down the elevator shaft have a good day uh, <laughs> bad things happen.
0: bad things six savage seasons all in a row six scary seasons for the beast to grow six wicked seasons to keep you up all night six nasty reasons for your wicked delight Six Wicked Seasons that you thought was scary. Wait till Season 7 of The Wicked Library. <laughs> September 2016. Visit thewickedlibrary.com. From Society 13. Finding podcasts. <laughs>
2: so, buttons. Do you have any more questions, Jeanette? Um. We edit those out.
4: <laughs> sort of she's just have like a special one where it's just like long awkward silence <laughs> <the entire laughs> so <season. laughs> welcome to act. the long awkward silence show
2: <laughs> like just an hour of makeup. nothing <laughs> see who like listens chair
3: yeah and just like what I have been doing is muting my microphone because my I can't like I'm just so broken today apparently um so many snuffles um
2: snuffleupagus
3: snuffleupagus mm. so but you're real I am. Really- hey, bird. Hey, bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good thing I didn't have any whiskey because then I literally wouldn't be able to like string any thoughts together. Tanner, yes, how ma'am. would you say that uh, working with Nico has that changed how you've approached narration, or do you continue to do the same thing and he's just kind of flowing with it?
1: I think that this is going to sound like I think a lot of myself, which I think based on the previous discussion, everyone should know that that's that's not true. (laughs) I do feel confident in my narrations. I do feel like I don't need, I feel like inflection maybe could improve a little bit, but Nico came in and he figured out based on my narration, I think how to compose the music so that it fit best. And so I haven't changed anything about what I do other than, you know, the natural progression of I only started narrating you know, the other two podcasts I had were not I wasn't a narrator. So I only started narrating with the Legends Miss and Whiskey podcast. So in the 36 episodes we've done, I've, of course, gotten better at it, like Dan was saying before. Um, but I haven't made any changes. Nico made it really easy to come in and just he just came in and did his thing, made his magic and makes everything better. And I don't have to worry about matching narration with him. He matches the music with the narration. And I think that's, uh, I'm going to make him blush here. I can see him right now. He's already <laughs> nervous because he knows a compliment is coming. But I think that's the mark of a true artist. And I think that's, that's what he is. He's he's just crazy talented. I'm lucky to have stolen him from Dan, forcibly. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, never, is, I'm never going to not
4: reference that now. Every that's time fantastic. Time. Yeah, you
1: can't edit it
4: out. Oh. <laughs> it is. The way
3: truth
4: (laughs) I've never been really good at creating the world itself so like if I was to sort of make my own podcast or my own video game I've really really struggled to get that initial world but if you have like a world which is you've got like the main elements there I will illustrate it and make it really breathe and that immersion is my thing it's what I love more than anything and it's it's what I really look for in everything is what yeah I'm not saying words. I'm worse than you, Jeanette, today. Um, (laughs) You're looking for a strong,
2: well-built universe that you can inhabit and say, now I'm going to define this and make everybody see all the nooks and crannies.
1: Yeah. It's it's, it's like
2: coming into a dark room and just
1: shining a light on it. Nico is the pat of butter on our English muffin. (laughs)
4: That's right.
3: (laughs) Suddenly, it's delicious. Wait, no, that's not true. It was delicious before, but...
4: I feel like when you guys, if you guys come to the UK, you're going to get horribly disappointed by how we actually are as people. I mean, our food is not
1: that. Nico, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, um, but we're all podcasters, so we can't afford to go to the UK. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not unless people want to being disappointed.
2: That's right. Not unless people want to support us on Patreon.
1: Right. Yes. No. Now now all the Patreon plugs. Let's do that. That's right. All six of them (laughs) that are out there.
3: It's a good moment for this. Yeah. Brought to you by you guys. (laughs) And do.
2: and of course, ninth nice story. Now brought to you by Rode microphones.
3: Yeah, Rode microphones.
2: A, that's what I'm recording on. That's Jeanette is not so recording Wilson. on a Rode microphone yeah, yet.
3: The difference.
1: Just Soon, wait, though. Guys. Soon, these Rode Sultry microphones sound. are what make your dulcet tones possible. That's correct.
3: <laughs>
1: it's funny because we actually
2: talked about that. On is it is it the one that's up now, Jeanette? Is it episode twelve, the art of the review? Fun. Yeah, it yeah, had. We just
3: like sassed at each other for a while.
2: Yeah, no, we talked about like, hey, maybe we could be sponsored by Road Microphones, and now we are. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we make our own reality.
1: It's true. We, tr- we tried to pick up a sponsorship p- sponsorship recently from. Uh, mastersofmalt.com we're trying to find a way to because right now we spend $150 to $200 a month just on the whiskey to review because if you want to review whiskey of course there are those little bottles that they sell behind the register Mm -hmm. but those are not I mean there's not a wide selection of tiny airplane sized bottle whiskeys that doesn't (laughs) happen there's just like Jack Daniels and those that'd be the only one you can do Um, so mastersofmalt.com has tasting stats like Flaviar has and we actually used to be partnered with Flaviar. They would give us whiskey for free, and we would mention the, their subscription service, which is a great service. Um, but they couldn't consistently deliver whiskey. They were delivering gin and vodka. You know, it would be whiskey, gin, vodka, tequila, and we're not the legends, myths, and tequila because things would get nuts. <laughs> if we were yeah, drinking tequila cool. on the show. Woohoo! Uh, So we ended up having a part ways with them and we're still looking for. So if any of your listeners happen to sell whiskey for a living, we're looking for ways to kind of cut down on that cost because it's pretty substantial
4: for us, the booze. Yeah. I have a question for Mr. Dan. Sure. I was just, you know, I mean, you obviously write, you write on your stuff, but like when you're writing for the lift and when you're writing, if you do stories for the wicked library, do you change the way you write to make it a narration or do you just keep the story as it is? I mean, I know you
1: do, do you write different than you read? That's what you're asking.
4: Yeah,
2: there's there is a difference in writing for audio and writing for the written form. Um, When you're when you're when you're writing something that, you know, it's it's going to be read aloud. um, It is a little bit of a different experience. I mean, my punctuation and stuff changes. Uh, I I know that because I'm always thinking about how it's going to sound. but with the stuff that I do for the lift, I, I try to make it live in both worlds. Um, and because I used to commute back and forth to work for a long period of time, and I used to listen to a lot of audiobooks, I became very cognizant of like how something sounds. And one of the things, and I remember this from years ago when I had a, a writing instructor that said, always think about how it sounds out loud, um, because it needs to sound natural out loud. At least that's my opinion. Um, so I tend to always be hearing, I'm a very visual and, and an auditory person when I write anyway. So like I hear the characters voices and, and I see the scenes and the settings that they're in, which is probably a type of insanity, but I'm, (laughs) I'm very much like watching a movie whenever I write, like I can see what's happening and I can hear what's happening. Um, So I think that my style has always kind of been geared towards becoming – it's easy for me to take something that I've written and translate it into audio, which is a long way to answer that question. But I don't – I I mean, I haven't written for the Wicked Library a lot. I've written like a couple of very short pieces because the whole goal of that show is to feature – the the writers and the musicians and and the artists so i don't want to step on their toes i don't want to be front and center i mean my ego is not that big um in fact for this new season for season seven we're actually going to have guest narrators too because Mm -hmm. i don't feel it needs to be all me and i think that it in some cases a different voice especially for instance like in a female driven story it serves the story better to have a different voice you know like I, I'll read a story that, you know, I'll read as a woman. I don't have a problem with that, but I just think that for, you know, respect for the listener and respect for the story, that it serves a better purpose to have a good, strong female narrator narrate a story that is a female-driven story, if that yeah. makes sense.
3: sometimes you that need a snare drum instead of a timpani.
1: Nico could exactly. probably tell you that, yeah. <laughs> what's,
4: a, what's a timpani? Timpani, dum, well, dum,
3: dum, dum, dum. yeah. <laughs> like you,
4: you see, timpani's tunes percussion is basically big drums, but they'll have like 12 of them. You've seen an orchestra, so when they're going boom, 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 they're actually hitting notes like bass notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but snare's like a type of timpani too. So it's basically, a, I, I want to play my piano, but like you guys won't be able to hear it because it's plugged into my Mac. Um, it's a way of making songs just using drums, so especially in. Beowulf, you, hear, you mean, there's loads of percussions and you hear the drums a lot, but they're actually playing their own notes because it's so low down, you don't really notice it unless you're really listening, but it, it just works so well, the immersion where I can't really do any real melodic stuff, I'll just whack a drums and do percussive stuff instead. That's cool. If that I'm just
1: going to put sense. this out there and see if you guys are interested in doing this at some point. Would you guys like to have maybe a cross-Patreon only kind of chat Where we have a conversation like this and invite both of our patrons to it and just talk, take questions, stuff like that. I feel like that could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be game for that. Have you checked out – so I don't think it's Patreon that makes it, but there's uh, hoozah.io. Have you seen this? Mm Mm-mm. You can log but- I think it's like I think it's ten bucks a month or something like that. And it integrates with Patreon so that you can put together a streaming video that's behind the Patreon paywall so that you can't access it unless you're a supporting patron of the show. Okay. Which is something I feel like's been trying to be mastered for a long time by other people. Yeah. And I tested it out and it works pretty cool. I mean, they just go there, they click on login with Patreon, mm-hmm. they log in with their account and they can see your feed. Oh, that's cool. So I really appreciate
2: you guys taking the time to sit down and chat with us for so long. It's been fun. We'll have to do it again. Yeah, man.
3: Absolutely.
2: Did we ask all the questions we wanted to ask Jeanette? I think so. If not, we'll just have to interview them again, right? <laughs> just have to have us up
1: for the Trifecta. The Trifecta interview.
2: That's right. Maybe we'll do something on Patreon or something. You yeah. can all come home for a cup of tea if you want. Yeah. Are you what buying the, the ticket? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sleep on your couch.
4: Yeah, we'll okay, you're like a little pedal boat. We'll be and B under your piano stand.
3: <laughs> nice.
4: Uh, w- when I say piano, I mean, it's 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 got weighted keys and everything, but it's just like a over-exaggerated keyboard. Yeah. I don't have like a massive grand piano yet. Hint, 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 hint. hint. I need a grand piano. Um <laughs> No, maybe, maybe <laughs>
1: well, maybe if all three of us put all of our money together, we can not, we can not afford that. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, not going to
4: happen. It's
1: fantastic.
4: Um, it does the th- job.
1: Thanks for having us, Dan. We really appreciate it. The opportunity to share with your listeners the Mythos Symphony we're working on. And, you know, of course, now they've heard Legends of Myths Whiskey probably a dozen times. Yeah. So, so drink uh, some
2: whiskey, listen yeah. to some myths, and go out and buy Beowulf. It's available yeah. now for pre-order. LMAW.bandcamp.com.
1: That's right. Yeah, buddy. And uh, it will actually be a little bit cheaper on Bandcamp than when we get it on iTunes because, and I'll just come out and say it, uh, Bandcamp charges 20% and iTunes charges 30. So we have to adjust the price for for the loss. We put a lot of work into this. Yeah. So we can't sell it for a dollar, even though we'd like to.
2: Exactly. It's for love and for love of money. For love. Of the horde gold, <laughs> and so they can make more excellent shows,
1: right? No, it's a ref- it's a Beowulf reference. I know, I know what you're there's, talking about. There's <laughs> a horde of gold I and a dragon. <sighs> <sighs> All right, it's gentlemen awesome. and lady. Flowing. Okay. Have a good day, everyone, thanks I'm-
3: for listening. Go to Patreon, support everybody's patreons.
1: Uh, wait a minute! At the end of our podcast, Eric and I like to do a little jingle. Oh well, oh, by all means, let's let's, think let's think? fade back in for this. Yeah, we 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 like to sing a song, just a random goodbye song. For example, the last episode that we did before the Dagon the H.P. Lovecraft episode was uh, we did a little Muppets outro. We said, <laughs> "It's time to go. It's the end of the podcast. We'll see you all later on the
4: next show." So that's Yay! <laughs>
1: it's,
4: I will really add really thunderous crazy. applause. It's because Ten, Me and Tana now share a YouTube account for the for Legends, Miss and Whiskey and it shows the history of all the <laughs> stuff you don't know this, Tana, but it shows the history of all the things Tana's watched on YouTube and oh, it's just and I know now. that I'm not it's an just answer. like theme song after theme song after theme song it's like how much bloody research is you doing to this? He's like and then it's otaku porn and I don't really understand it but it's getting
1: there
3: <laughs>
1: So yeah, you guys should totally fade out on that song that's awesome. Okay Talk porn. Otaku porn. The otaku porn. The otaku porn. the so, otaku porn